Welcome to Winning the World for Christ, a Christ Church Way of the Cross podcast with Bishop Ronald Frazier. Christ Church proudly celebrates 20 years of ministry and service to God. Now, here's Bishop Frazier with today's message. The Message in a Tree. Job chapter 14, beginning at verse number six. Turn from him that he may rest till he shall accomplish as a hireling his day. Verse seven, for there is hope of a tree if it be cut down that it will sprout again and that the tender branch thereof will not cease. Though the root thereof wax old in the earth and the stock thereof die in the ground, yet though through the scent of water it will bud and bring forth burrows like a plant. But man dieth and wasteth away. Yea, man giveth up the ghost. And where is he? As the waters fail from the sea, and the flood decayeth and drieth up. So man lieth down and riseth not, till the heavens be no more. They shall not awake, nor be raised out of their sleep. Oh, that thou wouldst hide me in the grave, that thou would keep me secret until thy wrath be passed, that thou wouldst appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. Job 14 and 7. For there is hope of a tree if it be cut down, that it will sprout again. I want to preach from this subject, the message in a tree. Father, speak to our hearts the words of life and help us to see the message that's in a tree. Speak and open our understanding up that we may receive from you the things that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh boy, the message in a tree. When we look here at Job chapter 14, and in particular, verse 7, for there is hope for a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that its shoot will not cease. Yet at the scent of water, it will bud. If I had time, I would read a story to you from a book called The Giving Tree. And just make a little note, go back and read this children's story Pastor talked about called The Giving Tree. It's a children's picture book. In fact, you can Google it and look it up, YouTube, and hear the story by Shel Silverstein. The story ends and it talks about a tree and how the tree gave all of its life. It compares a man to a tree. It compares a person to a tree. And in life, you see that there is a tree in me. There's a tree in you. The message in a tree. If trees could talk what stories they would tell. Meet me at the tree. People carve their names in trees, make big hearts. 
Johnny loves Sue carved in a tree. The trees hold secrets. When you cut a tree down and you cut off part of the tree ring, you can look inside the ring of a tree. It gives its age and historical data can be abstract from the ring of a tree. You can see the age of the tree. You can see the weather patterns that the tree have gone through. The message is embedded in the ring of a tree. I think about the tall sequoia trees and how they grow so tall out west and they stand for a long, long time. Big, humongous trees that last years and years, some hundreds of years old that have stood the test of time. What do we get from a tree? We get paper, we get pencils, we get wood from a tree. When I think about a tree and how important trees are to us. We know that plants give out that oxygen and helps us to breathe and it makes life so much better for us because of the tree. I understand it was a tree that got us in trouble. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil got us in trouble. Adam and Eve ate from the wrong tree. If you're going to eat from any tree, why don't you go to the tree of life and live forever? But no, you ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and sin entered into the world. We understand that there was a tree called Calvary that got us out of trouble. Since there was a tree that got us in trouble, there was a tree that got us out of trouble. The Bible says in Galatians 3.13, Christ have redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, and Christ hung on the tree. He was hung up for all of my hang-ups. The tree got us out of trouble. Thank God for that last tree, the tree of life, that we're longing to get to, the leaves whereof is good for the healing of the nation. So there are messages in trees. One, the tree got us in trouble. Two, Calvary was a tree that brought us out of trouble. Three, we're longing for the day when we partake of the tree of life and live forever and ever. When you go through Job 14, it says, for there is hope for a tree if it be cut down that it will sprout again. And notice that if you just cut the tree down, Job is saying there is yet hope for that tree. It looks like it's a goner. It seems like it's doomed because you've cut the tree down. But yet, if there's a scent of water, it will begin to sprout again. Do you see that? That it's cut down, look like it's finished. It's the end, no more. You're not going to see it anymore, endure anything else from it. But if you just let that tree get some water, it's going to live again. Water is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Water is a symbol of life. And again, if I had time, I would talk about water and all the cycles that water go through. But there's something about water that will bring life to a dead situation. Help me, Holy Ghost. There's hope for a tree. 
If it's cut down, that it will sprout again, and that it will shoot. Those roots grow old, and the stump dies in the soil. Yet, at the scent of water, it will bud in its branches like a young plant. But then Job says, but a man dies and is laid low. Man breathes his last. And where is he? Ooh. And that's the question we all want to know. What happens when death calls our loved ones? Where do they go? Like a tree, they're cut down. But Job given us a great illustration of a tree. It's cut down. But at the sin of water, <laughs> it'll live again. Do you see it? And when we hear the news of even the disaster with Dr. Miles Monroe and nine folks going home in the plane crash on their way to do business, God's business, it breaks our heart to think about trees that have been cut down. Ooh. But that message, the sin of water, can cause that tree to rise again. Think about it. There is a tree in me. Oh, God. There is a tree in me. What are you talking about? You got me a little confused, Pastor. Just, just, just hang in there with me. Because there are many different types of trees. There are oak trees. There are elm trees. There are pine trees. There are spruce trees. Birch trees, evergreen trees, Fraser trees, the apple trees, all different types of trees, which speaks also of different types of people. And all of those trees go through a season. And that's where I'm trying to get you to understand that because there's a tree in you, that you will go through a season. There is a season for that tree to be planted. There is a time when that tree is just a little young buck, a little young spud, just growing and coming out of the ground. But keep watering the tree, allowing the tree to get its oxygen and strength. The tree is going to grow, and the tree will grow stronger and taller and higher season after season after season, year after year after year. The tree is growing, and that's what I want you to understand, that the tree is growing. And if there's a tree in me, I am growing. I'm growing in my season. I cannot go to an apple tree in the spring of the year and expect to receive apples from that tree because it's not its season to produce the apples. But if I go to that apple tree in the fall season, it's its time to produce the fruit of apples that it's worn to yield. There is a time in your life that God has set for you to blossom, for you to bloom, for you to produce fruit. And when that season has come, you need to say, Lord, I want to be productive. I want to be a productive tree that produces fruit that others can be blessed. I love the fact that I can get apples and pears and peaches and plums all from different types of trees. But also when I think about it, all trees are not going to yield that type of fruit. 
Some trees will give us the nice, beautiful cherry wood floor, the nice cedar chest, wood, paper, or pencil. It's still a fruitful tree because it's producing fruit that can be used to do other things, fruit products. You see the part. And when I think about a tree and I think about how when the season changes and the wind gets to blowing, it makes us a little nervous, especially about those big trees by our house. Because when the wind blows, the trees begin to lean. The trees begin to toss from side to side. A lot of times the trees toss. But the trees are not broken. The trees bend, but they're not broken. And sometimes in life, like a tree, you're bent, but you're not broken. Sometimes in life, you're going and you're almost about to touch the ground. But the Lord somehow brings you back up again and he stabilizes you. Brian, what are you trying to say? The Bible says in Psalms 1 that he shall be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of waters. Oh my God. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaves shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. If you do something, God's going to make it prosper. But if you sit there and do nothing, it will not prosper. So he's making us a tree. There's a message in the tree. Well, what do you mean there's a message in the tree? Just like a tree, God is helping us to be stable. Have you ever met folks who were unstable? Wishy-washy. Sometimes ups and sometimes down. Sometimes they smile and sometimes they frown. You don't know if this is the day to speak or if this is the day to keep your mouth shut. The Lord is making us not some sometimey saints, but he's making us stable. The Lord has stabilized us. And I thank you because all the trials and the temptations and the troubles we have been through, we should be a broken tree lying on the ground. But in spite of what we've gone through, he has stabilized us. He's made us strong. He's made us secure. Thank you, Jesus. All the storms we've gone through, strong, stable, secure. Don't you know that last storm you went through was supposed to uproot you? Was supposed to take you out? Was supposed to make you curse God and die? But instead of making you curse God, you learn how to praise him in the midst of the storm. I'm going through a storm, but there's a praise on the inside that I got to get out. God, I don't know when you're going to bring me out of this. I don't know how you're going to bring me out of this. But one thing I know, I never see the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Like a tree, you've making me strong. Yeah, I go through my seasons. I go through my spells. But the season come and the season goes. He's making you a survivor. 
that's one of the things I admire after you come through a hurricane season, after you come through a tornado, they talk about the many trees that have been uprooted and have fallen down, but you also see trees that withstood the test. The hurricane have come in your direction, but you're still standing. And why? Because you're rooted and grounded in God. You're rooted and grounded in prayer. God has secured your foundation. Bend, but not break. Not uprooted. I love the scripture that said, he will keep my feet from falling. He will keep your feet from falling. He will keep you from failing. He will keep you from throwing in the towels. He will keep you from saying, it's not worth it. I'm giving up and I'm going back. Thank you for stabilizing me. Thank you, Jesus. Let me just be truthful to you. If you are a tree, then that means you may be pruned. Pruned means they're going to cut off some of your branches. Pruned means they're going to cut off some of your limbs. Proving some limbs may fall off of you. Some leaves may come off of you. But you know what? My trials have come. Think it not strange concerning the fiery trials that shall try some of you. You're going to have tribulation. Ten days. But guess what? You're coming out. Just encourage somebody. Say, you're coming out. You're coming out. Go through your storm. You're coming out. Go through your trial. You're coming out because there's a tree in you. And if you stay by planted by that river of life, you stay by that water, that source, which is the Holy Spirit, when it's all said and done, when the storm is over, I've lost some limbs. I've lost some things. Things have not always gone the way I wanted to go. But through it all, I give God the glory. I give God the praise. I say, thank you, Jesus. I survived the storms of life. Broken branches. But I survived. Wounds and aches and pains, but I survive. And I thank God because what the Lord has caused for me to do was survive. And I think even about Israel, how she was the olive tree. She was God's tree that cut a fool. And the Lord just kind of pruned her. <laughs> and while he pruned her, he grafted. Grafted means to put two trees together. After you break it and cut it and wrap it around. So the wild olive tree, the Gentiles, could be grafted in with the olive tree. I didn't deserve mercy, but he gave me mercy. I didn't deserve to be saved, but he saved my soul. He made me whole. He brought me into the body of Christ. I am a wild olive tree, but I'm still a part of the family of God. How'd you get in? I, I was grafted in. What do you mean? That's like adopted. I wasn't born in the family, but I've been adopted in the family. And now that I'm adopted in the family, I'm in the family. Just tell somebody I'm in the family. Like it or not, hello, I'm in the family. 
And because I'm in, I'm going to produce. Hallelujah. I'm going to produce. And the next time he prunes me, I'm going to say, Lord, not with that instrument. No, 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 don't cut that off, God. I want that to stay. No, 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 please. And the Lord said, no, I got to go. I got to go, got to go. It must go. And he cuts it off. But he prunes it only to make room for improvement so you can be better. He prunes it to get rid of the sickness, the disease, the affliction, the things that would hinder your growth. He prunes the tree. God is pruning you. Thank you, Jesus. Driving up and down this east coast, I see these beautiful trees. And one thing I noticed during this season, the leaves that were once green are now yellow, orange, brown, black, red, purple. And I love the beautiful picturesque scenes of fall when you see the gorgeous leaves on the tree. But I dare you drive just a few more weeks from there. And what was beautiful trees are now nothing but dead branches. Well, branches, but with no leaves because the leaves are on the ground and we had to rake them up, of course. They have fallen from the tree, but we don't get rid of the tree because we understand this is the season for change. And if we hang in there like the tree, the winter is coming. The tough times is coming. But if we weather the storm, when the spring returns, there's going to be a sense of new growth, a new birth, a new leaves. God's bringing out the best in you by taking away what don't belongs in you. God is allowing you to go through a metamorphosis. He's taking you through a change. Change or change have come over me. But when he's finished with me, going to be just what he wants me to be. He will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in his season and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Job said, for there is hope for a tree. That means you have to have some hope in God. You have to believe God. And if there's anything that we can leave you with, any comfort we can comfort you with, it's the fact that though our loved one is gone, there is hope in God. That at the scent of water, the tree will live again. I've already said water was the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit so you can get the living water abiding on the inside. You need God's Spirit to dwell on the inside of you. He said, I'll be in you a well of water, spring it up unto everlasting life. He wants to be a well of water inside of you, watering the tree that you are. Okay, so Job, man lies down, man dies, and is laid low. Man breathes his last, and where is he? Absent from the body, present with the Lord. So when we are absent from the body, we are present with the Lord. Absent from the body, present with the Lord. The tree looks dead, no leaves. 
The tree look unfruitful. It's a season. But just give the tree time and it lives again. Life, we can see it through the leaves and through the fruit. Sometimes our situation look like it's dead. It's unfruitful. It's unproductive. It's not mounting to a hill of beans. But if you hang in there and give it time, God's going to cause it to live again. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I hear God say it's your season to live again. When you gave up on yourself, God said, I didn't give up on you. I was not finished with you. You threw in the towel and God threw the towel back at you and said, fight again. Live again. Stand again. Go through with the storm again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes you feel like saying, enough is enough. I can't take it anymore. I can't bear it anymore. Oh, God. Look like I'm about to give up. But you just understand, there's a tree inside of you. And you can just lean. You might have to lean a little bit, but just go on and lean. You may have to rock a little bit, but just go on and rock. Because while you're rocking and leaning, you're trusting God. Anybody had to trust God to bring about a situation? And God turned that situation around. Won't he do it? He'll turn it around. Because at the center water, it will bud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I love, Job goes on. Job said, you know, I just got to give my testimony. That's what Job said. Job understood that I've gone through so much. And he raised the question, verse 13, so, oh, that thou would hide me in the grave. Hide me in the grave. That thou wouldest keep me secret until thy wrath be passed. That thou wouldest appoint me a set Time. Oh, Jesus. God has a set time for your deliverance. A set time for your healing. A set time for your miracle. A set time for your leaves to appear. A set time for your fruit to show itself and make itself evident. There was a set time. I know there's a season coming with my name on it. And God, I'm just going to weather the storm and wait right here until my change comes. Remember me, he says. Then verse 14, Job 14 and 14. If a man die, shall he live again? Well, if he die, that's over. He's over. He's gone. He's finished. He's finished. That's it. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. No more. No, wait, 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 wait. If a tree dies and he gets the sin of water, he'll live again. So if a man dies, will he live again? Yes, he'll live again because he's in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. If a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. My change is coming. My change is coming. My change is coming. I look at that old crazy caterpillar. I say, yuck, disgusting. What an ugly thing. I don't know if anything uglier than a caterpillar. 
But while you're calling me an ugly caterpillar, you don't realize that I am a beautiful butterfly. You're looking at my nowness. You're looking at my present situation. You're looking at my present circumstances. You're looking at my present problems, but you don't see my future. God is calling me a butterfly in the midst of my ugliness. He's bringing me out. He's taking me through. I know there's a catalyst. I know there's a cocoon. I know there's a circling and a spinning around. But you've got to understand when it's all said and done, I'm coming out of my shell. That butterfly has come out of its cocoon. And now it's alive. The message from the tree. When we were lost in our sins, we were on our way to hell. We were cursed. Jesus came and he died upon the tree, Calvary. Curses is he who hangs on the tree and he was hung on the tree for us. He died in our stead. So what is the message in the tree? The message in the tree is that if Jesus died and was buried, but the third day, he rose again. So if a man died, and if he's buried, he'll rise again. He'll get up again. You see the message of hope? You see the message from the tree? Oh, God. Lord, I thank you for this word. I thank you for the message from the tree. We messed up with the tree of life. But you gave us Calvary. And then you gave us the right to everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Father, I thank you for life everlasting. I thank you for the storms. I thank you for the weather. I thank you for the sunshine. I thank you for the rain. I thank you for the season. I thank you for taking me through. I thank you for endurance. I thank you for strength. I thank you for power. I thank you for stability. I thank you for your keeping power. God, I thank you. Because when it's all said and done, there's a message for us to receive. This message from the tree. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for the water. <laughs> Thank you for life. I don't know what kind of tree you are. Oak tree, elm tree, pine tree, spruce tree, evergreen, apple, cherry blossom. <sighs> but the Lord declares he will be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water. May look like you can't go through it, but there's a tree in you. You can make it. You can make it through your storm. You can weather your storm. You can. You've just heard Bishop Ronald Frazier with a powerful message. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, feel free to drop by our website, www.ChristChurchInc.org. We're also on Facebook at ChristChurchInc and Instagram 
at Christ underscore church underscore INC. Winning the World for Christ was produced by Sando Savant Media. Music is provided by the O'Neill Brothers Group. You can find more of their wonderful music at www.oneillbrothersgroup.com. We thank you for listening to today's message and truly hope that it was a blessing to you. Tune in next week for another great word. Until then, have a blessed week.